Hey everybody, welcome to Watronauts The Painted Table, the House of the Dragon recap show. Uh, I'm Jay. I'm MJ. Um, and you guys, we are three episodes in. I cannot believe it. It doesn't seem real. It does it. It it really does it. I've already like it, it. It's like really three weeks fully. Yeah, this is gonna make time go by so fast. I'm not happy about it. Um, <laughs> but yes, we are gonna be recapping episode three, second of his name. So let's get started. Do we need to recap last episode? I don't think we need to recap last episode. Do we? No, I mean we did the first time, but like we did it during the conversation. So I feel like now yeah, yeah, yeah. we should be good. Yeah. So like, uh, so let, let's let's jump right in then. Um, obviously. Um, so on this one, uh, this episode, we get another time jump. Yes, about three years. Yeah. So we we really they open it up, letting us know how dire things are in the Stepstones. Um, we are seeing Crab King, Crab Feeder, um, Crab Salad, uh, whatever we want to call him. <laughs> Phantom of the Crab. <laughs> oh my God, no, that works so perfectly. Phantom of the Crab here is still like nailing people to wood pieces, letting crabs eat them, which I have a question. Yes. <laughs> Do crabs like eat people? I don't think that's a thing. Um, it's not a thing. Okay, so when you go crab fishing, and don't ask me why I've done this, but if you go crab fishing, what you use to attract the crabs to into your net is you tie like a piece of raw chicken and they'll come pick at it and eat at it. So yes, they do eat raw meat. Well, that's terrifying. Yeah. Um, yeah, if they eat people, <laughs> I don't know. Um, so yeah, so, so we see the steps and the steps are like cray cray. And we obviously see, uh, we get to see Caraxes, the dragon with Damon riding really just you know barbecue in the steps so and that picks and, up like right where the last one left off so pretty much i think doesn't it like the first scene is like right after he's been um addressed by the valyrian guy the um was it the sea dragon or what what was a sea snake is that that's that's his title i i guess so um but like, yeah isn't that so i think it's that like picks up like right after he addressed him so then it jumps three years and then so like they've been fighting this war for three years yeah, I don't know if they're really they're not really clear on the timing of how long this has been going on. Yeah. Um so not really sure if this is picks up after episode two or if this is just years later, but we are seeing that the that Damon has, you know, engaged in war um with the Phantom of the Crabs. And um Without the king's blessing, yes, obviously, yes. Without the king's blessing, and he's having trouble. Like they're having trouble, really, kind of, you know, nailing this, you know, guy down. Which, to be fair, was like when Rhaenyra's first suggestion was like, "We have dragons, let's go." And it looks like even with the dragon, that's not really, 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 you know. Well, you it's see, tilted him in a favor, but it's not really helping. You see pretty much quickly, though, that like, they somehow found this like cave system where the dragons can't get into the caves, the fire can't get them out, there's archers that have the ability to cover the entrances, so they've literally got this stronghold that they can't break open. 
cool. which is, which yeah. is why they have like that foothold and they can't get them out or get rid of the crab salad guy. Right. Fit with the crabs, please. All right. Sorry. Um, uh, but then, you know, so, so we, we see this going on and it just gives us a nice little snippet of this war mm-hmm. that's happening there. But then we, we, uh, next we come to, we're back at King's Landing and we see that Alicent is pregnant with her second child. And really actually very pregnant. Like, I mean, looks like do any day. Yeah, it looks like, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, and we have um, Prince Aegon, who, so we, we learn the first baby they had was um, uh, a boy, obviously. Mm-hmm. And uh, they named him Aegon, and he's turning two. It's his second name day. Um, which, uh, I'm trying to think here. So when we last left off, the king was marrying her within the week, I think is what he said. Or did they like take some time? I forget. I don't think it matters. <laughs> we, I don't know. Okay, I'm just, I'm just trying to remember like how quickly, like, like because like they pumped those babies out. Like, like I mean, it was like boom, boom, no waiting. Uh, I mean, yeah, a pregnancy is like is definitely like nine months. So if it's been about three years, which is what we learned, it's been three years. So you know, it's obviously. I mean, you have to think about the way things happened back then. They're probably they probably get married and they have to consummate. Mm-hmm. So it's like the day they're the day they're married, they're probably sleeping together for the first time already. So who knows at that point? Um, how long? But. We we see that the baby's there and everything, and then we're also seeing this these tense moments between the family, between the newly established family of Viserys, Alicent, Rhaenyra, and how tense it is. Well, because like super tense, like Rhaenyra like lost her best friend because like, she doesn't even talk to her as if she's a friend anymore. She's like mean, it's her stepmom. She addresses right. her as your highness or your. Or, it is your highness, your right? grace. Yeah, grace. There you go, your grace. Uh, but like you can just tell when they meet for the first time in this episode, like it is after three years still so tense. Like there's been no forgiveness, like no relaxation between the two of them. It's so tense. Yeah. Which I wish that I, and and maybe this will happen later and maybe that's not understanding it, but I wish we, I wish we had seen like the reaction and maybe her and Allison have like a conversation, but I guess that's never really, happened which i'm learning is is a thing about this family that they are horrible at communicating like they just aren't good at telling that saying their feelings talking about things until the last minute like it's they're really not good (laughs) having a conversation (laughs) until the most inopportune time which we we see right Right, it's, it's it's like, uh, girl, don't you want to get these feelings down now? No, I just want to be stubborn and pissy. Okay, well then, work. Like, do you boo boo? Like, I don't know. Like, I've talked to some people. So they're they're going to this really. So the biggest thing is they're going to this big tourney. Like, they're gonna have a they're gonna have a hunt and a big tournament for uh, Prince Aegon. And obviously, right there is feeling some type of way. Like, um, y'all y'all do a lot of shit for this baby boy. Well, they even asked. I forget who it was. Um. Was it, oh my gosh, I forgot who asked Rhaenyra, was that, was your second name day as big as this? I mean, even rubbing it in it, her face, like, obviously, they're they're just, like, showering this boy, the firstborn, the one that we all obviously think is going to take your place. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, they have the feast and everything like that, and then, 
you know, so they're, they're doing a tournament, and I think we can come back to who, who asked because that, that's a big plot point as well. Oh, okay. Um, I wasn't sure if it was him. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and then we're um, they're really just kind of like tenting, and all the ladies are out talking and gossiping and stuff like that. And um, there's a lot of gossip around the ladies oh, um, yeah. that you know the king needs to like they're having trouble in the steps. The king needs to intervene. But again, like and, we said, they didn't like condone this war, so why should the king intervene on a war he's not backing? Right. That was kind of what Rainier's point was. It's like this is a, this is the, the king isn't at war, and the ladies are like, well, yeah, yeah, since this is in his realm, so he is at war, even if he isn't technically in there. So the ladies are like, he's a step in. Rainier is like, mind the business, bitch. Um, exactly. <laughs> and walks away. <laughs> um, but but yeah, like that's part of the conversation that's being had. But then this is when. She gets approached by a Lannister. Yes. Okay. So the first like official Lannister, I think we've seen the entire series. No, because I didn't realize this until I started walking back through a second watch. Um, he's a twin, which they made and his twin. To. Yes, his twin is with Viserys in the room. You know, so when, when they go from the war at uh, the beginning to the room where we see Aegon for the first time, mm-hmm. his twin brother is in that room. He's got short hair. Well, I think they mentioned that he's on the co- on the council. Right. I don't think we. I, I don't think we realize. I don't think I realized that was a twin. I, I think it was mm-hmm. going a little too fast, and I didn't realize because I was like, he looks really familiar, and his hair's long, and I was like, oh, this is this is the twins. Okay. So yes. So the Lannister, um, whichever one, long haired twin, we'll call him Jason. I think um, is his name. I think you're right. He goes Jason, probably with the Y. They be loving to spell some shit wrong, don't they? They do. Back in the day. Uh, Jason Lannister, yes, is very much like yeah, yo, King or uh, Princess Rhaenyra. How you doing? What you doing? Like, have you seen my Casterly Rock? Let me show you. Yeah, look at look, how do you do? You want some mead? Do you want some honey mead? Oh, also, do you want to be my lady wife? Like, lady wife? Do you want to be my lady wife? Well, like, did you hear that's what, really obnoxious. Did you hear what the king said he was going to be once he had grandkids? It wasn't grandfather. It was sire father. Oh. It was weird. That is weird. I didn't know that. Yeah. So in case you guys didn't gather, like Jason Lannister is like, yeah, let's get married. And she's like, cute. I got to go. <laughs> but like out of the blue, like, right nothing was like telling her that was coming at all until he's like, right. I want you, girl. Right near love and exit. Can we talk about how right near love and exit? That girl, you know what? If they had phones, she would love a, she would love a hang up moment. She would love a door slay a moment because he was like, we should get married. And she was like, um, I got to go over here. Bye. And At like, least she thanked him for the wine. Yeah, she's like, thanks for the wine. Nice. And then this, and she gets pissed because she's like, I know what this is. Like, my dad set, set this up. Which, you know, she then confronts him, which is like I said, we, the most inopportune time to like just lose all yeah. care and just go off on each other. At the party. Like, bitch, like, yeah, yeah, in public. Like, why are trying to have public disputes and shit? In front of the whole realm. Just like everybody's exactly. Staring. Yeah, exactly. And Otto's like, yeah, yeah, I think y'all have business elsewhere. Like, can we not? Like, we in the middle of a soiree. I need y'all to calm down with that. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what do they do? They don't talk about shit until later in the episode. So, well, you know, that's because that. after that point, that's when Rhaenyra literally jumps on her horse and just takes off. Like you said, loves an exit moment, jumps on and had her Kingsguard hop on and try to catch up to her and make sure she didn't get away. Kristen Cole get cute at every episode. 
Oh, you, I, Kristen I, Cole. He and her, I, I'm putting. That's my prediction. They got something going on. They got a little something, something on the side. I don't know if I get that, but I, I, I could see like I, but I did, I did say, I, did, I don't know if I fully. I think if that happened, I don't know if I would fully believe it. Mm. I think it's just because it's early. But but again, they've I been feel, together I, like three years now. Like like that's her guard, so she's close to him, and I and there's a bond. There's either like a really like brother sisterly kind of like close, or there's something more. I think it's because they're they're probably closer in age, so it's someone that she can really like talk to, confide in, and I mean I mean the the the, the Sir Westerling like he is an older man, older gentleman, so mm-hmm. they can't really relate. So maybe it's because they're closer in age. Who knows? Maybe. But yeah, she goes off on horseback and gets pissed off and runs because she's ridiculous. Um, and Kristen Cole goes after her because he's like, uh, duh, I am supposed to be like watching your ass. So if you get hurt, then it's my ass. So I need you to calm your shit down. Exactly. But after they run away, what do we really, what do we learn about is what do we learn um, about for this hunt? Like what pops up out of nowhere? So at this hunt and what they kind of realize is because you don't really go in knowing what they're hunting like i think in the previous series the like they mentioned in the king's wood there's maybe a couple deer and mostly boar so i assume they're going and hunting boar but they find this white stag this like symbol of royalty and it's like a symbol or a signal from the gods they think that oh my god they bless us with this on your son's firstborn's second naming day like it's a sign from above yeah he's we we they don't know if he's found. They say it's been spotted. Yes, the hunting. So, so this is the way I think. We, like, if we went hunting, I feel like this is the way we would go hunting. Like, send everybody else out. Let them get sweaty and search all day. We'll sit back in the tent, keep keep drinking all day long until you tell us, "Hey, we need to come stab something." Yeah, that sounds like something I would I'll be into. <laughs> to be honest, if we're if we're being extremely honest, um, but yeah. So so now they're out trying to track that. Um, they're out trying to track the white stag and you can tell like this is just a sign like so Viserys is really just kind of drinking 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 because now people are starting to come to him and talk to him about like politics and people are starting to like like Otto's like um I don't know why she threw Jason Lannister's you know proposal in his face like she has to marry and he's like I know I get it and then He's also asked his friend, I forgot his name, for his advice again on what's going on. This is the you same know, what one in about- his council who like, told him to marry the 12-year-old. Like it was still like a good right. like, marriage. Right. And he was like, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you advice again. I'm gonna give you the same advice. Rhaenyra should marry her cousin. And I forgot his name, but he's probably of age, or he is of age, because we see him later, correct? Yes, he's, he's the one, um, he's like helping his father fight in the war, but he's the brother of the right. one who was going to marry the king. Right, and he's like, my advice is still the same, just have her marry this person. And then, I don't know who does it, is it Otto? Who's like, why not just let her marry Aegon? Yeah, so in the tent, like you said, the king is kind of like progressively going and getting drunker and drunker, or more drunk, whatever you want to say. Um, and like you said, you have the one guy propose, um, or you have Lannister first talking about how there's maybe some dissension in the, in the ranks. He gives him the, like the, um, spear in honor of the name day. Yeah. And mentions the dissension possibly that everybody thought, oh, now that you have a son, we're going to have Aegon as the king and not Rhaenyra as queen. Um, and that's where he was like, I can give her, even though it's a like lower status, 
being my wife, like it's fine. And that's where the king's like, I don't, I hadn't planned on telling Rhaenyra she's not going to be queen. Um, but then, like you said, then we get the proposal option possibly to uh, her cousin. But then, yes, uh, Otto is the one who comes up and says, look, to squash everything, just go ahead and betroth her to her now stepbrother, half-brother. Because mm-hmm. he's already guaranteed to be king. She'll be queen like always. Blah, blah, blah. They have the blood together, so it's going to keep the bloodline pure. And I was like, the, and, and even like Viserys is like, he just turned two. Right, like I ain't doing that. Right, and think about and think about the and think about that as well. Like think about the aging of that. Like if she is, if she was fifteen, I guess she's supposed to be seventeen now because he's saying ten and seven. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and he is two. Yeah, and I would assume that marrying age is either fourteen or seventeen. I'm not sure because I keep saying come of age. So my brain, I'm going to split the difference and say sixteen. So that would be four. The so that would be 14 girl, years him at, new, at, at 12. Like they were going to marry a little girl at 12 and they didn't have to bed till 14. So like you could marry at 12. Right. But I'm just, I'm like, even, even if we said, Hey, you have to be 16. Yeah, if yeah. we just split the difference, that's 14 years. Mm-hmm. Then Rhaenyra is 31. Yeah. Which is way past prime at this time to have any kind of kids. Even if they did it at 12, which is four years younger, so she'd be like what twenty seven? No, yeah, she'd be twenty seven. That's still like even that's that's still really, 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 really late for her to even be able to have children at I that mean, point. That's almost like nowadays, it, like high risk pregnancy. Well, now I don't think it is. Now I think we've evolved. I think women have evolved to where actually having later stage pregnancies, like in their thirties, isn't like as geriatric. It used to be called ger- geriatric pregnancies, but it's not as horrible as it was but i feel like but i think you're right i believe you know 30 years ago like maybe a decade ago would have been like that's really 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 relate well no like like right, I, about I know now like I, said, I don't think it's called geriatric anymore but i think like 30 on is high risk so i think 27 is like you're pushing it to where you're like you're in that like prime age but like 30 years on right now they still consider it high risk geriatric area you know so 27 back then was like but you 70 years old exactly your eggs your eggs are 70 Bye. So even with that, it's like, which I don't understand the reasoning for that um, that suggestion because I'm like, there's no way you can have heirs at that point. So what is? I mean, why would you even suggest that? Well, and that's where um, I mean, the queen, the original, like the mother of Renera, like she was probably when she they had the C-section in the first episode, she was probably in her late 20s, early 30s. Maybe so. So yeah. But she's had, but she's had issues too. Exactly, which you um, would assume it might be genetic, and to have the same thing happen to Venera. Right. Um, but he's, but people are coming up to Viserys this whole time, and he's just like, "What the fuck? Can I just hunt?" Exactly. And he basically drinks himself to like into a stupor. <laughs> he's just like, "I'm just gonna drink this wine. Well, but Y'all then, leave me alone." But then he has like a coming to like like coming to God moment with his now like current wife in front of that bonfire explaining kind of like where his head's at. Right. And Al, and I think this is where we figure out that Alicent really is like, she's, she actually, she still, she has, um, she has Rhaenyra's, you know, best interest at heart because I believe that Otto even goes to Alicent and says, 
Well, no, that's not then. That's a little bit later. But yeah, he's, she's just like, dude, calm down, basically. Well, um, yeah, but and that's where you feel like, but that's where I, I, I'm kind of trying to figure out like, like Viserys, I think, kind of believes, and they talk about it in the after show, like he believes a little bit more in like prophecy and like visions. Yeah, he's a science guy. Yeah, and he like he saw when he was younger, like his son wearing the crown, and and that's why he's like thinking. Secondly, like, did I mess up giving Rhaenyra, the you know the throne? And based on like the white stag being found, like all these like all these signs are lining up, and he just he's freaking out about his decision. Like, did I do something wrong? And that's also kind of like increasing with all the stress from the suitors trying to pursue the princess. And make their make her, you know, her make ah, I can't speak, make her their wife. Yeah, um, for sure, for sure. Um, but then after this whole bonfire, we really we we see that like Rhaenyra and Kristen Cole are just like you know having a nice little uh, campfire in the woods, mm-hmm. and she's kind of she's kind of opening up to him. You know, she's just like, you know, yo yo yo, life sucks. And he's like, well, I'm pretty sure there are people who are in your position who would love, or who are, there are people who would love to be in your position. Like, I, and like he's like, I, I understand that you're frustrated and you hate your life, but there are people who are doing much worse. You know, which is the conversation that they always have, you know, with, with royals. It's, it's, it's like, oh, I'm so alone. And it's like, well, you know what? You're alone, but you have cash, bitch. Exactly. You ain't worried about your... You ain't worried about where your next meal coming from. You got a fucking dragon. I mean, that's how shit happens. Um, so they're really just chatting and talking. And then a boar comes out of nowhere and attacks them. And Kristen Cole stabs it and it falls over and then it jumps up again. And then Rainier takes a small dagger and basically stabs the shit out of it. Oh, she let out all of her anger. I think like that's like stuff that's been pent up for three years. She took out on that poor boar. Yeah. Did you say poor boar? I did say poor boar. It's a boa. It was gonna it was going to ravage her with its tusks. Yeah, but you don't okay. have to sit there and stab it sixteen times. Dude, it they got stabbed with a sword and they got up. I'm making sure it's dead. I'm <laughs> I'm with Rainier. <laughs> I'm double tapping. Da, 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 da. Ang- anger no, I'm I'm stabbing quite a few times. Um uh, But then she's like drenched in blood, like I covered head to toe right. afterwards. Right. So Later at the hunt, the next day, the I guess the hunters have caught a deer. It's not the white deer, but it's a deer, Giant like a stag. huge one. Yeah. And they and uh, Jason Lannister gave uh, King Viserys this this like I guess a lance a, a a lance to use to kill the deer when they found it. But obviously they didn't find the white deer, so he basically stabs this this brown regular stag and you could tell Viserys he, he hesitates not because he cares about the deer but I think he's like this this sign I've been looking for this white stag obviously isn't here mm-hmm. so he stabs this one the brown one and walks away but before Rhaenyra and Kristen Cole make their way back to camp what do they see uh ironically they see the white steer or the white stag come up and greet them. And I think it's hilarious that the one that they're questioning should be queen or not is the one who actually finds the symbol of royalty. Right. Um, and I think Kristen Cole was to draw his sword and she was like, no, 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 let that bitch go. Yeah. Like we, and, like, no, we're good. And they did. So 
we cut to like next thing we cut to is we cut to like fucking uh Rainier making the way back to camp, dragging this boar behind him. And she gets off the horse, still covered in blood, and Jason Lace looking at her like E. Uh these Targaryens be cray cray with all the like all the covered in blood just going off on people. All of them are crazy. So not only does Rainier love it love an exit, this bitch love an entrance too. <laughs> oh, she dramatic. That's for sure. She ain't trying to wash none of that blood off her face, out of her hair. She was like, whatever, I've been sitting this blood all night long. And they drag that boar up there and she just walks away. An entrance and an exit. She was like, I got my double duty this time. In the same scene. Uh, but yes, but then cutting to next, I think is that back at King's Landing, you Correct. see uh, King Viserys sitting down and finally talking to his daughter for the first time in however long. Well, no, like oh no, right, right. Well, yes, okay. It, this is we see Alicent and Otto. It's a different set of uh, uh, dads and daughters. Yes. Alicent and Otto are chatting, and what's what's Otto uh, telling uh, telling Alicent? What, what's he saying? What's he relaying to her? So first off, well, let, 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 I'll, I'll tell you what she's saying. So he's talking to her and explaining how because Rhaenyra is a woman, doesn't matter if she's the best queen in the world. We need her to not be queen and have Aegon because otherwise it's going to tear the realm apart. A woman can't do the job. It You need to go talk to your husband and have him realize for the best interest of the entire realm, we need to have him renounce Rhaenyra and put Aegon in her place. But can we talk Correct. about how easily manipulative or manipulated Alicent is? Like, no matter what her dad says, she goes and does it. She didn't do it. She was going to, but that's where then, like she, like she came in and talked about Rhaenyra, and then she saw the letter on the table about the the war and kind of got like sidetracked. But she still didn't. She still didn't give Otto's advice. I don't think you're giving me Allison enough credit. I think that she it's she does she didn't do it yet. She still went to his chambers to talk about Rhaenyra, but we don't know what her intentions were. So, like, he told her to go talk to the king about Rhaenyra, and she went to talk about Rhaenyra. But she gets the advice she gave for Sirius is like she needs to know it's her choice for a suitor. Yes, she didn't for her suitor. She didn't. She didn't tell the king to say, "Hey." She needs to marry this. She needs to marry this person. She's married this person, which is what Otto wanted her to do. She went and said, Rainier needs to know this is her choice. And that's what you need to do. He, she went against what, what Otto told her to do, which was to explicitly say she needs to marry Aegon. No. Because I could she I don't think her, she felt He didn't tell her to go tell him to marry Aegon. He told Allison to tell the king to put Aegon in her place, no matter who Rhaenyra marries. I'd have to go, I, I, we, have, we have to spot each other on that one. Yeah, like, like that. it wasn't like, go tell him to marry Aegon. No, he goes, we need to have the king put his firstborn son as the heir and renounce Rhaenyra. That was what he told her to go tell him. I'd have to rewatch, because I do remember, I do remember Otto telling her to do something, I remember her not going with those wishes. Yeah. Is what I remember. Yeah. Um, as, as of, like, whatever he told her to do, she said the opposite. That's what my brain remembers, but obviously I only did like really one watch through, so I could be incorrect in that. Don't at me. Um, but she does. She sees the. Uh, she sees the. She goes to Steve for Sarah. She sees the letter saying that hey, um, the steps are pretty fucked, mm-hmm. and she does advise King Viserys to, to to help out. She's like, you need to you need to step in. Well, she um, makes a good point of like, is it like even though you're not 
technically backing this war, is it better to give the crab feeder his reign and let it grow or squash it out? Like, what what's the better option? Like, she puts it in plain English. Here's your choices. Yeah, like the lady at the at the uh, at the tent was right. I mean, I know Rhaenyra shut her up, but the, she was right. She's like, this is you might not be a war, but this is still your realm. Mm-hmm. Like, you still have a responsibility to these areas. Like, you are the king of all of this. Like, you sh- you have a responsibility to make sure, regardless if the war was yours or not. If they're losing, it is your responsibility to step in and help. Yeah, exactly. As the king, as king of your realm. Um, and then this is when we see at the end of the episode, we find or toward the end of the episode, we finally see you know, Viserys and uh, A.M. Rainier talk. And she's like, yo, 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 I feel like you've been ignoring me since you had your wife and your baby boy. Blah, 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 blah. And he's like, bitch, I have no intention of replacing you. You were going to be queen. Come hell of high fucking water. Mm-hmm. Basically. A little respect or am I wrong about that? King. No, no, that's exactly yeah. He's like, look, I had no intention. Look, th- they can talk. Let, let the other people who aren't the king and his family, let them speak what they want to say. Look, it's cool. The only thing you're responsible for, go pick your best match, have some babies, strengthen your hold, make it so they don't question you. That's all you got to do. Right, right. And I, I think that, here's what I think. I think Viserys, I think we're learning what kind of honest person Viserys is. Like Viserys is a very honest, like, like he's emotional, he feels. Like he is to me like, a good kind of king, like a real mix mm-hmm. of, of of a really great king, because he because he said this to her, and then he says, "Now, did I have thoughts? Did I think? Did I waver? I did. I did waver, Rainier. I thought about making Aegon, you know, the heir, but that's not how we're going to do things. I am not taking that away from you." Which is, I think, the best decision. He's he's look. He's showing that he believes in his in his choice. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to mm-hmm. falter, which in turn sends strength and stability in my mind to the realm and shows like, look, this is what I'm going to do. I'm the motherfucking king. Question it. See what happens. Right. Exactly. So we end with Rhaenyra and Viserys, and then we really kind of, it kind of bookends. We go to the war at the steps. Yes. Right. Yes. And what's happening at the stands? They are all they are all kinds of out of sorts. They're like, what the fuck are we gonna do, y'all? So we okay. losing. So here's the thing. I know that Damon was supposed to bring like his army of the gold cloaks. I don't think I saw any gold cloaks there. All the army and like infantrymen I saw were um part of the what was it like the sea snake, sea serpent, whatever his like title is. Mm-hmm. I think they were all his army. I didn't see any gold gold cloaks, but all of his army are sitting around a table jabbering about what you gonna do, what we gonna do, we losing, while you see Damon in the background riding his dragon, taking care of business, doing what he's gotta do, and none of the other people right. are doing anything. Well, the sea snake is, the sea snake, his brother, is like, if Damon wants to be king, and we're supposed to back him, he's not helping at this point. Like, he's not really like, why isn't he down here being a King? Like, why isn't he down here, you know, really just helping us? Basically he's like, he's like, he's, he, what has he done? He's done nothing. He's just one person. He hasn't, he hasn't helped us at all. Basically is what he's saying. And obviously Lord Corliss is like, that's here to say, I'm, I'm about to chat with you about that. And here comes Damon, like strolling off the side of the mountain with, with, with his dragon. Um, and, he receives a note from the king that says, "Hey, we're bringing, we're sending reinforcements." Yeah. 
finally, and I think this, finally saved right, reinforcements. Right. And I believe that at this point, Damon is not happy. Damon's like, fuck. Like, so, yes, I, I, his next move, I feel like speaks volumes to his character that he would rather lash out against the King's messenger and then go face the crab killer himself and face death than accept help from his brother. Right, like, like, first of all, is this where the, the saying came from? Don't shoot the messenger. Yeah, like, why, why you gotta beat up young? Da- why you gotta beat up young Daniel? Young Daniel was just bringing a letter. A letter. Young Daniel is just a messenger. Okay, he's just a postman. He's like, he's like, here's the. Me- I don't even know what's in there, Damon. Why you gotta hit me with your helmet? Why you gotta hit me? Oh, Damon went off. Damon was like, Nah, f this letter. I don't care what he says. This is not what I want. And that's fine, but you ain't got to hit Daniel. I don't know if his name was Daniel or not, but that's what I named no, him. I'll play poor Daniel. Daniel. Um, Damn, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel got his ass kicked for no reason. Uh, I'm look, upset. Who is that boy? I feel bad for him. You look him up real quick, but before we jump on to the next scene where we only see a lot about Damon, let's just quickly mm-hmm. talk about in the scene where they're talking about next steps, they want to give someone up to the Crab King, Crab whatever, his like you know phantom of the crabs phantom um, of the crab and to like entice him to come out to give them the opportunity to possibly attack them or attack and get them out of the caves um which mm-hmm. they all think is going to be or i guess the brother of the sea snake sea serpent thinks it should be damon that's the biggest person they have it's going to draw the most people out but was the first time also that we see um the sea serpent's son the cousin that they that one guy said that renera should marry Mm-hmm. So we do get introduced to him now. So he is a character. Um, but cut to next scene. What what do we see? What what does Damon do after beating the shit out of Daniel? Um, Damon basically just just uh, he gets the he gets the note, and he doesn't really share it with anybody, um, at all. Like he doesn't share it with anyone. He just he basically just says he just takes off uh, down the hill and um. Rips up a flag, decides to say he's going to be like, decides to kind of fake surrender. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm a, that's, he's like, he's like, he's puts up a white flag, waves it, sticks it down, uh, throws down his weapon, throws down his, his, his sword. And that's when some of the uh, fame of the crab shows up and starts sending his men out to kind of be like, yo, 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 what's happening? Um, and by the way, it was, it was Lenor Valerian. Okay. That's the son. So it's Lena and Lenore Valerian. Okay. Um, and then I believe the brother was Vaymond Valerian. Okay. Uh, just so, just so you know. Um, so yeah, so he come, he, so the, the men start coming out of the, uh, of the caves and they reach Damon and Damon takes his sword and basically just starts slicing and dicing. And... Run it through, slice and dice, run it through, slice and dice. And the uh, Phantom, of the Op- Phantom of the Crabs uh, arrowmen, uh, bowmen are up on the hill shooting arrows down as well, raining arrows. And can we talk about that? their aim was some shitty aim? It wasn't great. Like, okay, Damon was quick. But they're not aiming. But they're not aiming. They're really just, they're, aren't they just, were they just shooting up in the air or were they aiming down? I can't oh, no, remember. No, they, they knocked their bows. They aimed them. They were pointed at Damon. And he apparently somehow sprints in front of the arrows every rain and volley they send down, and they miss every single time. I mean, they sent down probably five to six volleys by the time he got hit or was like 
you know, cutting through the just all the crabs men, and they couldn't hit him but twice. He got hit, he got hit three times, shoulder, and then in the, in, the, in the stomach, and then the leg, right? Oh, did he get hit in the leg? Okay, so yeah, three times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Out of like twenty men shooting arrows pointed directly at him, shooting probably six volleys, so it's like three hundred arrows. He gets hit three times. But we've we've seen John we've seen John Snow run through that uh, Battle of the Bastards arrows like that without getting hit once. I guess that's true, but it's just the fact that he's like in a circle, surrounded, taking out all these men left and right, and these archers only have to stand there and shoot at him, and they can't hit a damn thing. Unless they're trying not to hit their men. True, I guess that if, if, he, if they're trying to avoid that, I could see that. But you know who knows? Uh, but yeah, so so he ends up getting hit. He gets surrounded by all the crabs men. And <laughs> and then we see a third dragon, one we've never met, um, show up with Lanon riding it, and he basically, you know, aims the dragon fire at the ring of the crab's men. So we get some, we we, we do it a crab boil, y'all, um, with the third dragon. Uh, <laughs> well, so um, was there was there one new dragon or two? I thought there was a black and a white one. Um, no, there's, uh, the, the, that's Caraxes. That's, um, that's Damon's dragon. Damon's, has, Damon's dragon's red. It's red and dark black. It's like, it's like dark red and black. Oh, I thought there was like a pure white one and like a pure, like all black, like that showed up. I thought there was two dragon riders. No, I think you're thinking of the same. Okay. Maybe it is. One. Whereas, uh, Rhaenyra's dragon is, yellow. uh, yellow mm-hmm. and that's Cyrax. Um, and then Damon's is Caraxes, and then I don't know what Lanon's dragon was, if okay. that's his dragon. Yeah, yeah, I get you. Um, but he comes in, and here comes the cavalry. Oh, yeah. Um, rushing in, you know, now we're actually thinking that we're going to win this fight, and Damon sees Phantom of the Crab go back into the cave, so he follows, and comes back out with basically... Uh, fit of the crab's uh, torso and head. Can we talk about that? He's like literally dragging him cut in half by his arm. Yeah, it was it was a that was scene. Little, yeah, it was pretty brutal. Um, so this is where we're like, okay, it looks like they've kind of they're kind of won this war without the king's help. Because I think Damon definitely thought he was going to die down there. I mm-hmm. think he would have. I think he would have died down there. Oh, he would for sure. But, but he succeeds in in this particular uh, moment, and that's where we end. The- My question is like, how is this going to fare later? Is this? I, I, I'm like, this is going to hurt the king somehow because he's going to be shown as like you were late. Well, and Damon still figured it out, yeah, like I got mean, this done. So I think it's going to bolster Damon's resolve and his support. Well, you saw the preview for the next episode, right? I mean, you see, and I'm not trying to, like, spoil anything, but, like, they allude that, like, because of the victory and what he did, they give him a higher title than, like, Prince of Dragonstone. They name him King of a Different Area. Almost like the King of the North was against King's Landing in the original. So, like, I feel like, yes, it's going to bolster, like you said, and give him a lot of backing, and people are going to respond to it. Because you've already seen some of the division with the Ladies of the Realm, at the um, hunt earlier where some were saying, oh, we should be backing this. We should be doing this. It's our realm. 
So I think this is going to start splitting the realm, but and people are going to side with Viserys or Damon. Right, 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 right. Um, yeah, I'm not sure how um, how this is going to play out as far as it goes, or how fast, uh, how how far we're going to jump. We're going to jump in time because this this shows good. A, a and I'm not sure if I love that or hate it yet. We'll see. Well, and I think it's they're going to have to cover a lot because I don't know how long this book series is because it's based off another like a separate story of this realm that George R. R. Martin wrote. But I don't think it's going to be 10 books long like the original one. It's going to be a book and a half, two books, and there's a lot of ground you got to cover. Yeah, I think, it, I think it depends on how far they I mean, I would assume they try to push it as long as they can. Exactly. Regardless how much material they have, but but yeah, I'm I'm definitely I'm definitely now intrigued to see where things are going to go. They've definitely woven a narrative that I'm 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 intrigued about. No, I completely agree. Cool. Rate this episode. You went first last time. I'll go first this time. Um, I'm going to say this is as good as the second episode, so I'm going to give it a hard seven as well. So the seven and a half was for the first episode. Grip me. Second one kind of took a little bit of a lull. Didn't grip me as much. Didn't want to make it, you know, like, wasn't as exciting. I gave it a seven. And this one, up until, like, the very last battle scene, was a little slower, but that last battle scene, like, really drove it home for me and showed me what was going on. So I'm going to give it a hard seven again. Yeah. I think I agree. I think it was. A, I think I feel it was the same as, as episode two. Um, I think it was pretty. I think it was, I think it was pretty good. We got some great battle in there. We got you know some some good like they are doing a really good job of explaining these time gaps. They're doing a really good job of doing it, mm-hmm. um, which is which is really cool because sometimes they do it and they don't really explain how long it's been or they don't really tell us what's been going on. And we got exactly what's been happening over the past three years, which I think was really cool. Well, yeah, they're 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 doing great character development, filling in those gaps, making sure we kind of know what people are are doing, and kind of making sure we understand how they've grown in that time. Right, right. Oh, well, I'm I'm excited. I'm still in, I'm still intrigued. I haven't gotten bored yet, which is good. Yes, I mean it's what ten episodes, so we got seven more. I'm just where's it going to go from here? Yeah, I'm waiting for episode nine to be the episode. I think eight or nine, like yes, is going to be the one. Per usual, like oh, yay. I mean, I think I think it should I think it should always be episode nine. They they just keep that tradition going as well. I can agree. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Awesome. Well, MJ. Episode three recap. Nice job. Nicely done. Yeah, got, it's even longer than the last one. <laughs> Fresh off vacation. Um. All right, you guys. Well, you know what. We will hopefully we will get back to our regularly scheduled programming with the new episode on Monday, I believe, unless something pops up, um, and then you will have a new episode of Page Table next Wednesday, just like normal. All right. So we will talk to you all soon. All right. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Watch or Not with Jay and MJ. Interact and give us suggestions on what to watch at WatchOrNotPodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at WatchOrNot underscore pod. And don't forget about Instagram, you guys, at WatchOrNotPod. Don't forget you can support the pod by joining our Patreon at WatchOrNot with Jay and MJ. And subscribe and leave a review wherever you guys listen to podcasts. Talk to you soon. Music.